Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. I'm your host, Lorelai, where we talk all things metaphysics. Yeah, try saying something to me, see if I hear you. <laughs> Actually, see, I don't really think that this is... Hold on for just a second. I'm going to... Um... I know I'm really fancy. Hold on, give me one sec. Now I'm going to change the audio output so I can hear you. Um, there's going to be a lot to delete on this recording. There, they do say that if you are able to meet your twin flame, that this is your last um, reincarnation. Mm. Like your souls have been met and then they blend together and then they yeah. go about the day. You know, some people don't believe that. Some people think that we just repeat this. If you think that there's another, you get reincarnated and the spiritual side of things where. Yeah, I, you know, because I have. I, I remember I've done a past life regression where we actually were married and we had children and, you know, died and everything. And it was, I think it was in like the 1800s or something like that. And, um, and, but we haven't had a together, a, a lifetime together since. And I'm, I'm wondering if there are aspects of me that needed more you know what I mean? Like I needed more lessons. There were things that I needed to understand. So I needed to come back and incarnate. So that way I got everything that I needed from, from earth and what the, the earth school had to offer for me. And I almost feel like he has one more go and then I'll be in the, like where he's at. You know what I mean? Right. Like a, like a spiritual, like I'll just be in spirit, that sort of thing. Can you explain to me what your version of ascension means? My version of ascension. So as, like to put it in layman's terms, sort of like leveling up, you're raising your vibration, you know, you're accessing uh, a higher vibrational like aptitude to yourself. So in other words, maybe you were like low vibe in it or whatever, but then when you start to you know, get more communication with spirit when you start to utilize yourself in a meaningful way and you're healing parts of yourself and letting go of trauma and negativity and things that maybe you don't need to carry with you anymore and you start to vibrate higher. And so then you start to access even more communication with higher beings and that sort of thing. So I feel like that is ascending like you're like vibrating like you're ascending up this ladder of vibration and so that's that's what where my mind is when it comes to ascension beautiful explanation thank you for yeah sharing with us yeah no problem (laughs) would yours be uh similar or do you have a different um well it's very similar um leveling up is kind of a term that i'm like okay like level up like we wish that we could shake people and tell them like 
do you not see what I see? <laughs> like level up, like yeah. you're, and that's where they say there's different levels. Like we have the 3D level, we have the 4D, we have the 5D level mm -hmm. that I always think I'm, sometimes I can be in my Mardi Gras balcony, just looking down and seeing all the chaos that's happening um, below me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really a part of it because I'm at a higher frequency because mm -hmm. I can see everything. Yes. And there are a lot of people with their twin flame not being awake that they haven't done the work because you have to choose to do the work. Yes. It doesn't just happen. Yes. You have to want to be a better person and you want to, and whatever that looks like, as long as you're not, um, being in a karmic relationship where you're there to tear people down because hurt people hurt others. Yeah. So, um, it's a lot of harmony. It's a mutual expression. There's a lot of healing and creating that's happening. Mm -hmm. And not to say that soulmates, you're not creating because you're creating a life with a soulmate. Yeah. You're creating a friendship with a soulmate. You're creating, um, I have a soul sister who's um, my coach at the gym. Yeah. And I know that whenever I'm in a mood or she can read that and she knows how to get me out of it. Mm. She cares and it's love. Yeah, it's reciprocal, which is huge right. for empaths because it's like, it, it makes me crazy whenever you have a friend that just takes and takes and takes and doesn't reciprocate any of that loving energy that you're willingly giving. It's like, <gasps> and actually, it's funny you mentioned this because this always comes to mind. So I talk about my, be my best friend Leah all the time because she she is a soulmate of mine and she lives down in San Diego and we've known each other since 2007 and we went to nursing school together and like we just, you know, we haven't been like quote unquote inseparable because obviously she lives in San Diego. I live up in Northern California and but it's like enough. We don't really miss anything whenever we start like talking on the phone or over, you know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, hey, like I haven't talked to you in like a few months and but like we're able it's like no time. I have like nothing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the same thing happened recently. I went out to uh, to dinner because I went up to Roseville and to see my sister in law um, because she does hair. <laughs> so I needed to get my hair done. <laughs> it was a long time. <laughs> so <laughs> I was very grateful that she was willing to do my hair. Yes. Um, Good but for you. I know I was really freaking excited. I'm like, for my birthday, I need to get my hair done. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I did, damn it. Um, yeah, it's the 3D human experience joys of just being able to have nice colored cut hair. Oh, yeah. It feels good. Yeah. That's, that's good. If there's, if there's a few things I'm bougie about, it's it's my hair. That's like... You have beautiful hair. Hey, thanks. I just literally got it done. <laughs> like... <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's like the one thing I'm like I don't care I think about I can see one little gray but other than that hey, it's fine you sit in your tower and you take a nap back there <laughs> Missy I love naps I will do that I will do that right now <laughs> you little stinker <laughs> you see no gray <laughs> you've allowed me to trigger you I know I don't want to I am your master now no. <laughs> okay let's loop trail so anyway I went to go see two of my friends that I've known since high school, actually middle school, really. 
I can't eat. I, I, it's it's amazing that like we still are able to like hang out and everything. Like like it, we've just been friends for that long, and we're like we were talking all about this. We met for dinner, and it's like we're just genuinely comfortable in each other's space. Like we don't have to be anything else except for a hundred percent ourselves. It's like you can be authentic in this other person's space and not feel like you're going to get judged or somebody's going to get their feelings hurt or whatever. And you have to explain yourself and all that. So, yeah. And so it's like when, when we're sitting in each other's spaces and we can just sit and talk genuinely without feeling like we have to like have, Oh, I can't talk about this because that's going to really bugger or la 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 la. It's like, no, I can just say whatever I need to say. And I know that they're going to hear me and understand me in a really meaningful way. And so that to me, I told them, I was like, well, you, I was actually explaining to them all about the soulmate twin flame karmic relationship thing. And I was like, well, you guys are soulmates for me. You know, like I, I recognize that because of the explanation that I just gave. And they're like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And funny, I was reading their astrology signs and my friend Brianna, this was a trip. So I'm a Pisces and then my moon's in Gemini and then my rising is in Virgo. She is a Gemini with her moon in Pisces with her rising in Virgo. I'm like, dude. That, Are that, you sure that's <laughs> that's the, I know, right? <laughs> Maybe Brianna's my twin. No, uh, it's funny. Like there are a couple people that there's like a tremendous amount of synchronicities with. Um, I, I told you about the one friend of mine that I went to high school with and we had the same birthday. He was born like in the morning time, at, like 5.45 or 5.30 and I was 5.30 p.m. And like, you know, he was in like, you know, I'm trying not to give too much information because that's weird. But like, you know, he was born in California. I was born in Missouri and in and, and two cities that were like directly across from one another. And I'm just like, that is a shitload of synchronicity there. Like, what is to that? that? Is yeah. But like the you, universe put in a lot of work for you guys to get together. I know. Well, I mean, he's always been like a friend. So it's not like I'm like, oh, yeah, like, OK, cool. Like, but we have a lot of similarities. Like we both like music. We're both very musically inclined and both both have Gemini moons so it's like you know we're both like to socialize that's not at the heart of the matter and like gaining information and being tremendously curious about our surroundings and everything around us and talking a lot that's just me I don't know if and that's, that's another thing that you brought up with the synchronicities of a twin flame connection is that you will see a lot of synchronicities and what I was seeing when my twin flame is I asked the universe for a sign I said, can you just give me a sign that this is my twin flame? And I started seeing a whole bunch of angel numbers. I started seeing 111, started seeing 1111, 222. Every time I look at the clock, it was 555, it was 444, 333. Wow. And it got so comical that every single time I looked at a clock, because at work I have to write the dates down and the times down for what I'm doing, it would be 111, 222. Oh. And I'm like, all right. Okay. Very clear indication that Very that is clear your indication <laughs> that I hit you with the two by four. Yes, this is what you're seeing. Yes. Yes. So I definitely know that my twin flame is in spirit only because I did this tarot reading and it was bonkers crazy. So I had so in my um past life regression that we did, we were both hung. 
by, you know, we had death, the death by hanging, I know, got real heavy for a minute there. But hey, you know what? A lot of people died by hanging back in the 1800s. Like it happened. You know what I mean? Uh, for what reason? I have no idea. The The only thing that I can allude to is possibly witchcraft because that was what was happening in the, yeah. Wit. Uh-huh. Me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's. I just want to throw out there for everybody that in one of my past lives, I was killed in my sleep. Oh, so. God. It's. Yeah, there's some things you got to work through. Yeah, and that's terrifying. Like, I can't even yeah. imagine, like... <laughs> like, keep going with yours. Oh, yes, thank you. So anyway, um, I figured that out. And when I was trying to communicate, like, and understand, like, is is this past life husband? Like, is this man that's talking to me in spirit? Is this my twin flame? And so I did a reading on it. And the first card that is supposed to represent him was the hanged man. And I was like, oh, no, that's interesting. And so then I'm shuffling the deck and I'm going to do another one. And a card pops out, which happens from time to time. But it popped out if it flipped over and it, it didn't like, you know, land with like the pretty side up. It landed with the with the suit up. You know what I mean? And it was the hanged man. Wow. And I was like, okay. So then, you know, I shuffle and I do the reading again. And then the first card I flip over was the hanged man. Hanged man. Wow. That was like, okay. So obviously this is a thing, you know what I mean? So that was like pretty clear to me that this, this, this is the, the twin flame. <laughs> so that, but it's funny because there are like, situations where you have the tremendous amount of synchronicity which there is explanation behind it but it doesn't necessarily mean that this is the thing but there is an explanation happening here um and with my friend i have i have no idea like maybe someday down the line when we can like hang out and be like friends because we're both very busy people but like it would be really interesting to hear like his stance on it like well, yeah, like this is this is how I think about all this. And it might be like mind blowing. Like, oh, yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. Like maybe he was like a brother in a past life or something like that. Or maybe we yeah. were twins or something, you know, like that. Maybe that's the case. Some people carry more signage than others. You know what I mean? Especially in the spiritual sense where, you know, like you said, you had the tremendous amount of angel numbers with your twin flame. And it was like, this makes there's a signage you know what i mean it's right here hello (laughs) hello and then other people that don't don't have you got to read between the lines and look really 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 look and a lot of the times with twin flames too your physical attributes might be polar opposites Mm -hmm. like i am very loud i am very assertive i am very vocal i did stand-up comedy i am very extroverted my twin, severely introverted, doesn't speak. I will ask him a question. He just looks at me and I'm like, so communication is a very big barrier between us mm. because I can read through his eyes what he's saying, but sometimes I need him to tell me Yeah. because otherwise then it's like, I'm, I don't want to like make this up. Like, yeah. like I'm feeling this. Are you feeling this? So yes. But we have the same life experiences. We grew up kind of the same way. We have the same kind of traumas that we have. We've internally, we have experienced this life 
in different expressions of ourselves, Mm -hmm. but we've lived it to where we can help each other heal and move forward. But the battle is, is the physical attributes of we got to learn how to communicate. Mm. Like is texting better? Is phone calls better? Like, do we just go for a walk in silence and just pick up on our, our aura? Mm. Like that's what a twin flame is, is it's, it shouldn't be a battle, but you're trying to come in harmony. Yes. Yeah. You're finding that balance finally. And you have to think no garage band sounds good the first couple of times they practice. <laughs> you know, it sounds awful. You're absolutely you want right. You the cops to shut it down. Like yeah. these people, they're not in tune. Like, but if they're able to get in tune, it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's enjoyable to listen to and be around. Right. Yeah. And, and you, you appreciate the fact that they put the time and the effort. But if one person's not awake and the other person is, it can it can feel like a karmic relationship where it's a lot of push and pull and chaser and runner. And um, it's just you're giving space to your twin flame to let them come around in their due time. Mm-hmm. And you're dealing with having to learn patience. Yeah. Kind of like what to go along with your garage band idea. It's sort of like one of the members of the band is practicing their own song and you and the other members of the band are like, well, we're going to be doing this song. This is what we're supposed to be doing. So I guess whenever you're ready, we'll we'll start back up again. <laughs> hey, I mean, somebody's going to get pissed off and get stormed out. And then we have to have a weird conversation. And then, But once everybody's just kind of let their ego go and realize that we're here for the same thing, like we want to make music and we're, we work really well together. So let it all go. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. It's, it's like when I did aerial yoga. The Ooh. instructor was like, just lean back. And I was like, no. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. You need to trust. And yeah. I said, not trusting you. Yeah. I'm going to sit <laughs> But down. I did it, but it was not fun because I'm like, no. It's so scary. Like, it's very scary. Is there at least mats underneath? I'm just thinking about this whole thing. I'm like, that would be really fun as long as I knew if I was going to fall, it wouldn't be on the hard yoga floor. Oh, you know what I mean, I think it was just letting go for me. Okay. Gotcha. Even if there were mats, it's the feeling of falling into something that you have no idea. Oh, see, that sounds exhilarating to me. <laughs> falling in, does falling in love sound exhilarating to you? Yeah. It sounds I, terrifying. I, I mean, now here's the thing, though, is that that is a very Piscean mentality because the idea of those deep emotions is very... It is scary, but that's part of the appeal to me is that there is a there is a chance that it could hurt like hell and it probably will. But there's also a chance that you could fly, you know, and have this incredible, amazing experience. And I guess it's just a matter of weighing out the risk. But a lot of the time in my head, and this is where I get into trouble, is I don't really weigh out the risk and I just do it. And that's where I get some deep shit sometimes. But I'm um, the opposite as a Scorpio. I'm very mysterious. I'm very secretive. I'm looking around and gazing and gathering all my information before I head in. And um, I am very methodical in a lot of things that I do. You're very protective. I'm very protective. Yeah. So like you're not one of those people that's going to go in without knowing Am I am I safe in this situation? Because I'm not gonna try and get hurt with 
you a-holes making it <laughs> hard for me, you know? Because <laughs> it's like you, you are very acutely aware of your scars and you don't want to accumulate more if it's unnecessary. So that's why falling in love is fun. But if you do it with the wrong person, how karmic that karmic fire can, can, can brew. Yeah. And I'm starting to learn a little bit more. Like I recently, um, like was talking to a guy and he did not have the same intentions as me. And it was like, Oh, this is getting weird. And it just had to be one of those things where I kind of went, uh, gotta go you know what I mean true out of the room yeah I'm just gonna fade back into the background you didn't see a thing yeah (laughs) but I mean and there's a lot more to it but either way it's just one of those things where you know I need to understand that I need to really step back and observe as opposed to just go for it you know what I mean? Because there's always a time and a space for going for it. You know what I mean? But it's not every single time, you know. <laughs> Lorelai needs to be a little bit more observant with things because I love getting like information and understanding people and like where they're coming from and they're like how, what's been going on in their lives and their culture and their process with spirituality. But like, you know, sometimes people are genuinely in it to to be harmful or to hurt or they want access to what you have. And a lot of times I I just just trust people very openly and that's where I get into trouble. So that's why I am like I usually have a lot of people in my life that are very good about those boundaries and they're showing me like I'm visualizing how they do it and I'm like, "Ooh, I should be that's what I need to be doing. I need to be putting up those boundaries. And another thing that you bring up with that is the boundaries in regards to the twin flame and the soulmates. You will see a lot of different um, mediums or readings to find your twin flame and to gather that information. You really have to vet who is credible and who is reliable. Nobody should be telling you, who your twin flame is or if you think you will know it yourselves yeah so you always want to go into finding a medium or getting your tarot cards read with the understanding that they are in my interpretation they are presenting you with their tools that's connected in with your spirit to help guide you to making the decision that's best for you yes nobody should be telling you that um, Joe Schmo from Kansas City, that's who it is. Yeah. That, and that's honestly, that is a, that is the, the huge misconception with going to see somebody that utilizes divination tools uh, to help people gain clarity. Uh, because they're always like, I want my fortune read. And I'm like, well, then you're barking up the wrong tree because I, ha- your fortune is your own. Like that's something that you have to create for yourself. Like I can't create abundance for you. I can't create wealth. I can't create romance. I can't create any of that. That is something that you have to manifest on your own. But what I can do is I can show you the ladders that are presented to you and you get to choose which one you climb up. You know, and that and and like, you know, okay, this ladder represents this, this ladder represents this, and this ladder represents that. And you get to choose which one is the best for you 
in this present moment. And that is the big thing is the present. Cause like I'll, I usually can see past life stuff. The future is, is real that, that can be a little bit fucky because I usually, I don't know that it is and neither does the reedy. They only know when it happens. And that's why it can get a little bit weird because a lot of times like you know, I don't really know what I'm saying. I'm just, okay, well, this is what I'm seeing. I don't know what it means. So, and a lot of times they're like, I don't, I don't know. And then like a month later or so they'll be like, dude, so this is what happened and you totally called it. And I'm like, okay, well, I didn't know that, but that's the point of the future is you're, if you know what's going to happen, you're going to try and change it or accelerate it coming to play. So it's like, it's better for you not to understand and know what that is because there's a reason that that's happening and it must be for, you know what I mean? It must happen for a very specific reason. Um, so with the divination tools like tarot cards and mediumship and everything and pendulums and scrying and runes, it's all pre- dealing with present situations or like past stuff that has led up to this point that maybe you're still kind of like you know, building up in this cycle that you're still kind of mucking around in. Um, so yeah, I, that's like, that's like one of the biggest things is like, especially when it comes to the soulmate relationships and the twin flame relationships. If I feel that in a read, I, (laughs) I can say it could be this, but I don't know. It's, it is, it is up to you and how you feel about the situation. Cause I don't, it ain't it ain't me man right. <laughs> it's a truth that only you can. everybody wants love and everybody wants to have this feeling that they're making the right choice with love because nobody wants to get hurt yeah but i think too with a twin flame and soulmates and even karmics it's this life experience is to be not so much comfortable but to explore yes And to figure out who you are at the end of the day, because you're going to be different than who you were yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So who are you going to be in 10 years is it's a build your own adventure. Yes. Who do you want to be? Yeah. What do you want to do? Yeah. And I think the, the biggest thing too, also with that, everybody wants love. And the, the easiest way to find love is to find it within yourself. And Everyone wants to find it outside of themselves. They want to share their life with somebody. But I think the biggest notion is to break away from this completion concept of love. I need this person to feel like my they complete who I am, which is a huge misconception and should not be like that should be something that is changed because it's not healthy. And um in order for you to find love, you have to be able to experience and love yourself and others in a very meaningful and, you know, loving way. <laughs> that's where shadow work comes into play. Oh, God. And that's where in order for you to love yourself is you have to get to a point where you do the work to unpack everything that you've been through. Because I have traumas. I have childhood traumas. I have things that... I know that I have to be conscious and aware of because my body has been not so much programmed, but my body has experienced 
these high rate of fear and, and, and when you get into relationships with people, it could trigger that fear. So all the tools, even therapy, it helps therapy. I feel like is more for the cognitive mind Mm -hmm. as soul work is to feel it in your body. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to connect the two. Yeah. But it, it is all connected in my opinion, like your physical body and your energetic bodies, if one is out of balance, you're going to see it manifest in the other. So like, for instance, you know, if you have like this mind that keeps going and going and going, and you keep questioning everything that you're doing, you could have a crown chakra block, or you know what I mean, or you have all these headaches associated with all this, this thought processes that you keep going around in your head. You know, same thing with like GI upset, you know, you could have a a solar plexus chakra block um, and that's how your body manifests it in addition to not having very good confidence and that sort of thing. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you the the connection is very, very real and being able to I, I think therapy is one of those things that really needs to not be as like stigmatized and like judged as harshly because I kind of feel like. If we all had a therapist, I think we would all be able to live way more abundantly, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Well, too, therapy isn't fun. Mm -mm. It can be fun, but it's a lot of work. Yeah. Just like somebody who spends hours at the gym, like they have something to show for it, you know? Therapy is an internal um, event that happens for you to try to understand yourself better. Yes. And there's a lot of people that don't do therapy because they don't want to change their reality. Yeah. And their reality works for them. And that's why we have a lot of issues in the day-to-day life is people are set in their ways and people want to live a certain way and they can't open their mind or their heart because they've closed it all off. Yeah. So it's what you eat, it's what you do, it's how you interact with people. Like, we're all just creatures of God. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, as long as we can start figuring out how to level ourselves up, (laughs) maybe things will get a little bit easier by doing the work, you know. And I think it's having conversations like this and being open and vulnerable and just having friends that you can speak the same language things about. yeah <laughs> and have all fun the spiritual doing hoopla. oh yeah give me the woo-woo all day yeah i like it <laughs> okay so i think that we should probably start bringing it down because we're at an okay. hour Perfect. So thank you so much for agreeing to come on here and talk about your personal experience and all of the incredible amount of wisdom you have with it. You're like, I'm not an expert by any means. And I'm like, this is way better than looking it up on the internet. I'm just saying. (laughs) I just use that as a disclaimer. Don't come after me. (laughs) Don't at me. Don't at you. You're fabulous. And I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for creating these episodes for us people to connect with you heck yeah all day and please feel free to contact me at any time to talk about anything because this is this is what i love to do this is all part of my ascension process is talking about spirituality and you know metaphysics and helping everybody reach their own ascension and their leveling up so can't wait to meet you in person and get a full reading from you hell yeah and a hug yes (laughs) 
I like hugs. Yeah. <laughs> hugs are my favorite. Yay! <laughs> All right, Miss Julie. Well, I will talk to you very, very soon. All right. See ya. All right, everybody, that concludes my discussion on twin flame soulmate and karmic relationships. Thank you guys so much for listening today. And I hope that you guys have a really beautiful week and enjoy the rest of your weekend. And I really look forward to talking at you again soon next week with more amazing metaphysical topics and crystals and things. But until then, I love you guys and love and light to you all. And insert that bit that we just did right here. So, (laughs) oops, sorry. (laughs) Moving around my equipment. If you find yourself interested in receiving an intuitive tarot reading, contact me at 3rdeyelorelei at gmail.com or you can message me on my Instagram at 3rd.eye.with.lorelei or on Facebook at Third Eye with Lorelei Podcast to set up a reading. I can do Zoom or we can meet in person as long as we are wearing those face masks and practicing social distancing just to be safe. As always, love and light to you all, and I look forward to reading you soon.